is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Before we get started today, I wanted to let you know about a brand new program that I have starting in January of 2021. This is a 12-month long program. I've never done something like this before. I am so excited. If you are someone who has been really struggling this past year, or even maybe it hasn't even just been this year, but just previous years, and this year was just kind of a repeat of things that you've experienced in the past. Maybe you are wanting to start a new career, or maybe you're wanting to strengthen your relationship with food, your body, or maybe you just wanna learn how to live an awesome life where anxiety and depression do not define you. The Year of Growth, my 12-month-long program, will be for you. This is a one-on-one coaching program. We're gonna tackle these issues together and find a way to move forward so that you can actually create the life that you want to be living. The wait list is open right now. Click the link in the show notes so that you can get on the wait list and be the first to know when the program opens up. We'll chat soon. On with the show. Today's kind of a companion episode to the last episode that I had with Brody Sharp. Um, after I spoke with him, I kind of just took some time to real reevaluate what's going on with my knee and my hip. Um, it's been a frustrating last six months or year or I don't know. It's been a long time. Um, and I'm, I'm not really sure this isn't my expertise and it's, it's frustrating. I'm sure it, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this where you seek out advice from experts and kind of get a lot of different messages and you're not really sure what to do with those things. Um, because they're, they're conflicting and, yeah, it's really hard. So recap, um, I was supposed to run two marathons this year. Actually, the Chicago Marathon is this weekend. They're still doing a virtual one. I was supposed to do that this year, didn't do it. I was supposed to do another Chicago Marathon earlier this year, and I completely stopped running um, because of the pandemic and just because like my knee. And I was like, okay, you know, like maybe I just hold off on running for a little bit and like actually work on this problem that exists. So um, PT did that. Things did not get better. Um, went to the doctor and the doctor gave me naproxen. Um, things did not get better. Uh, went back and got a cortisone shot and was promised this is going to be this like great thing. You're, it's, it's just going to fix everything and you'll be able to strengthen and this knee pain will go away. Well, that didn't happen. The shot did not do a single thing. Um, I think I felt numb like the first day and then the next day it was all back. Um, that led me to talking with my friend about my symptoms and her saying like, that's not runner's knee. That's not like she's that she had experienced runner's knee and that's not what her experience was. So that led me to Googling my symptoms, finding um, Mike from Rehab Renegade uh, doing his uh, Baker cyst exercises, finding relief, temporary relief, or relief, finding relief with the exercises that he had up there. So that was promising and wonderful and just like, okay, great. Like maybe we're moving along. So the problem that I was having was um, I couldn't stand straight. It felt painful and stiff to keep my legs straight. And because I was bending my knee, um, for a really, really long time, my hip kind of like everything kind of adjusted, like my pelvis was like tilted. And then I was also experiencing pain in my hip. 
And I think by the time that I had found Mike, it was this like radiating pain. Like I could just feel it constantly as I was sitting, as I was standing, as I was laying in bed, I could feel it. And it was like the first thing I would think about when I woke up. So when I did Mike's exercises, that went away, but there was still this underlying, like I noticed this thing, I want it to go away. I did not go back to running because I was just kind of afraid. Like I just had this fear that if I go run, it's going to cause more damage. Um, I feel like I've ignored this or dealt with this, just kind of like, oh, whatever. I, you know, it's there for a really long time. I just was not really sure what to do. Um, oh, and backtrack before I went to go see Mike, went back to the doctor and the doctor said, Hey, let's do an MRI. And I was like, why would we like, what, what happens after the MRI? Like, is it more physical therapy or is it, are you recommending surgery? And she's like, Oh, you know, like we're not saying that you need to get surgery, but if you do go to see an orthopedic surgeon, they're going to need an MRI. I was like, I'm not going down that route. Like I'm just not. Paul has just recovered from surgery on his heel. It's been a fucking mess this last year. I have no interest in getting surgery if that's the only option for what's going on with me that like I will deal with this. I'm not getting surgery. Like, are you kidding me? And it's just insane to me as I just think about that that was even something on the table a few months ago, like just absurd. So anyways, found Mike, did this exercises, feeling better, but still I have this fear around running and I am constantly thinking about my knee. I'm constantly worried when I stand up. I'm like, oh my gosh, if I stand, it's going to hurt. Um, if I take the dog for a walk, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm thinking about my knee. If, if I wrap something around my knee and I feel like compression, feels safer. I feel like, okay, you know, things are fine. Um, but it's like, now I have to have something wrapped around my knee. Like if, if that's the case, then what, like what's going on? I don't, I don't know what to do. So anyways, after speaking with Brody, um, and let's just say like, I, I don't know, I don't know if this is the thing that's going to help me, but I kind of wanted to share a little bit more about this as I'm going through it. And I mean, that's it. It's just share. I'm obviously not saying that this is, um, I am not the expert on your body. I'm just trying to figure out what to do with my body. So I was thinking more about everything that Brody said about pain science, about it being in my head. And actually, I took notes from when I listened to his podcast. And when someone says the words like, it's in your head, we automatically assume that they mean we're making it up. And one thing that I loved about what Brody said is like, he's not saying that. He's not saying that you're you're making it up. And those those words are not very helpful because we were like, oh my gosh, you think I'm crazy that I'm just making this up. But he's like, no, like all pain, all pain is, um, starts in your brain. It starts in your head. So it's not, yeah, anyway. So um, I, he's like, I believe you that you feel this pain in your body, but let's, let's kind of work on what's going on in your brain. So this is great. It's funny that this connects with everything that I do in the, the podcast I had with Fallon a few weeks ago and honestly the work that I do with my clients and like what are your beliefs around this thing because those beliefs um they're creating these thoughts and those thoughts are like happening on repeat constantly that's what I know about me like I have these thoughts these fearful thoughts on a loop 
constantly throughout my day with every movement I make. And it's like, yeah, no one, like my brain is just fearful about everything. And so I went through and I kind of used this questioning uh, inquiry series that I have. This is from Byron Katie. I have other similar ones. Um, the Let's see, I have the ABCD from CBT from Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, but this is from Byron Katie. And so um, I'll post a, a picture of this in the show notes as well. But I just have these little cards that remind me like, hey, when this is happening, get out a pen and your notebook and your journal and like go through these things. And don't just, don't just let these questions or these thoughts, these fearful things, these, what if, oh my gosh, you know, these fearful things linger in your head, get a pen and your journal out and write these things down. I mean, I always tell my clients, it's like, like your brain, like our thoughts can, you can have like a million thoughts that happen in like milliseconds and it just like creates so much fear. But if you can get these thoughts onto paper, you can kind of start to look at them more rationally, more objectively and understand like, well, no wonder, like, no wonder I feel so fearful about running, about any, about moving my body. This is, these are the thoughts that are constantly happening in my brain. So I'm going to go through what Byron Katie says to do, and then I'm going to go through um, what I wrote down in my journal today, just keeping you in the loop as I'm working through this. So Byron Katie's uh, questioning is if you're stuck on a negative thought. So I have that at the top of the thing. Like when I know that I'm stuck on a negative thought, I'm going to pull this card and I'm going to go through these questions. Number one, is it true? This negative thought that you have, is it true? Number two, no for else. <laughs> is it absolutely true? Number three, how do you react when you believe this thought? And number four, who would you be if you could not even think this thought? And then, then number five, the second piece that she added is turn it around. Find three pieces of evidence that this, this other thought is actually true. So <laughs> I made a little column and I have my assumptions. So these are like my beliefs and some new affirmations. So my assumption, my knee and hip will always hurt. My new affirmation, I'm participating in my healing. My body is being returned to perfect health. My assumption, when I stand, my knee will hurt. My new affirmation, when I stand, I feel great. My body is trying to protect me. My brain is trying to protect me but my body is safe. My assumption, when my knee hurts, I have to crack it and stretch it. My new affirmation, I let go of the knee to crack. I move towards ease. My assumption, running will cause damage to my body. My new affirmation, the PT said it's okay. (laughs) Mike and Brody said it's okay. Even the doctor said it was okay. It's safe to run. Jacqueline, it's safe to run. My assumption, I need my knee thing. Oh my gosh, that thought is in my head all the time. Um, My new affirmation, I move freely. I also added, because I know sometimes going, like quitting something cold turkey can be hard. Um, And I know that because I've been wearing anything, it will be hard for me to completely let go of it. Um, I'm giving myself a gimme and I can wear the ice pack around my knees. So we have like this big ice pack that we can wrap around. So that's my gimme. I can wear that around my knee if I need to. Um, so yeah, I need my knee thing. And then going through Byron Katie's questions, I need my knee thing. I need my knee thing. 
Is this true? <laughs> yeah. No, really. Is this absolutely true? No, it's not true. It's not true um, because I've done things without my knee thing. I don't have my knee thing on right now. I didn't have it on this morning. Um, the next question, how do you react when you believe this thought? When I believe this thought that I need my knee thing, I'm constantly thinking about my knee and I'm checking in and noticing pain. I'm constantly, even right now, I'm like, oh man, am I feeling pain in my knee? Let me flex it to see if I'm feeling pain. But if I'm just sitting here as I'm talking, um, I, I don't feel pain. It's like when, once my attention focuses on that part of my body, then I sense it. Um, so I'm constantly thinking about it. Like I can release this. I can release this thought. I can release this constant attention on this part of my body. Um, who would I be with if I could not even think this thought? I would be someone who could move freely. I would be clear-minded. I would be able to go out and run. Like I would be back to running. I would be a runner again. So my question for myself is, am I holding on to this thought? Am I holding on to this belief about my knee? Am I holding on to this injury because of me preventing my success, me preventing me sabotaging myself, possibly my upper limit problem? So the book, what is it called? The Big Leap. He talks about an upper limit problem and basically like, it is possible to be enjoying all aspects of your life and to have good health and like good energy in all aspects. But if you do not believe that you are deserving of that, you will create a problem in an area of your life. And so as things are going well, for me, my mental health is great. Um, my, I mean, not most besides my knee, my physical health is great. Um, I have great clients. My, my business is doing great. Um, like things are going well. Am I holding on to this one area of my life to sabotage myself? I don't know. It's, it's an interesting thing to just kind of explore a little bit more. And again, I'm not saying, I don't know. I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is an upper limit problem. I don't know if this is just me creating this, these sensations. Um, but it's something for me to explore because I've kind of explored all the other, um, options. So turn it around, find three pieces of evidence that this is actually true. My knee and hip are safe and fine. What if that was my belief? <sighs> you just take a deep breath. I like when I say a new affirmation or when I read something to like actually let it set into my bones, like actually, it's funny, but like actually just like actually feel it in my body. So I'm going to say that again. So when you're working on new affirmations, new things that you want to believe, new thoughts, take a deep breath and actually let it set there. Let it sit there. My knee and hip are, my knee and hip are safe and fine. How do I know this is true? <laughs> I go to CrossFit. I've been doing my, oh gosh, I've been doing my 15-minute workouts for like almost probably six months. I mean, before the pandemic started. So maybe seven months, eight months. I don't even know. Um, I've been doing those and I know at the beginning of those, my knee would crack or my hip would crack. Like, they're, like that's not happening anymore. 
And by doing those 15-minute workouts, I've built up to like wanting to be more active and enjoying being more active. And like I go to my CrossFit gym now. I do my morning workouts with my my people, um, mostly just physical therapy ex- or stretches and foam rolling and some different things. But then I ride my bike for 20 minutes, get to my CrossFit gym, put on my masks, stand in my little square that we're allowed to be in. But it's like if my knee and hip were not safe, if like somehow they were just going to crack in half or whatever, like I wouldn't be able to be doing CrossFit. And I've been doing it for the last month and a half. So some evidence that my knee and hip are safe. I do CrossFit. Um, I walk every day. Last night we took the pup for a walk around the block and, you know, only like a 10 minute walk, but I did that without my knee thing and I was fine. Last week when I went to meet up with my friend Barb and us do our Sunday walk, um, I couldn't find my knee thing. And I was like, all right, let me just try without and just see how it goes. And it's like, yeah, I walked for an hour. I walked for an hour without it. Almost, I think it was 2.373 miles without that thing. I did notice some some sensations, but like I was fine. I was safe. Um, The other thing, I bike. (laughs) I ride my bicycle probably five to 10 miles a day. Um, And like I haven't cracked in half. (laughs) Like everything – I'm fine and I'm safe. So I don't know. This is something that I kind of have to continue to explore. And I think I'm going to continue to use this journal prompt um, and go through this and revisit these affirmations. And when I notice, so here's the thing is like these assumptions. So these old beliefs that I have, when I notice myself saying, oh my gosh, I need my knee thing, the reframe happens in that moment. So when I hear myself say, oh my gosh, I need my knee thing, and then I like start to search like, oh, where's my knee thing so that I can relieve this pain? What if I just take a minute, I take a deep breath, and I remind myself I'm safe. My knee and hip are safe. I'm fine. It's okay. So my next step, uh, my next steps after this, right? So it's not just like, oh, cute, like we're writing this in our journal and like magically something's going to happen. I remember some, I remember reading something, someone said like, um, affirmations and manifestation and the law of attraction doesn't work, blah, blah, blah. And I have a coffee cup that says something like, you know, uh, positive, positive thinking will lead to the life you want. And it's like, well, yes, like you do need positive thinking, like, right? Like I need to shift the way I'm thinking, but also I have to go do the thing. You need the action part. (laughs) Like you need the action part. So it's like, great. I'm going to write this stuff in my journal, but then it's like, I need to go practice running. I need to go practice running and remind myself that I'm safe, remind myself that I'm okay, um, have things that I want to think about while I'm running besides just my knee and my hip. So that is what I know a lot of people are like, oh, you shouldn't be running with like, you know, music or whatever. Sometimes I need my mind to shut off and running with music or a podcast has been so helpful to learn to do that. And I think that right now, that's another gimme. I think that right now I need my mind to think about something besides my knee and my hip. hip, And I need to just have something else to think about. So that might just be a, um, a podcast or some music from right, for right now. So the next steps are the return to running plan, and that would be, I think, so Brody sent me an example that he uses with his clients. So I'm going to actually start that. My day is kind of 
pack today, but I want to make time for 15 minutes to get out there and do 15 minutes um, and just start creating like physical, tangible evidence that I am okay. Like start it now and not push it off until like, oh, you know, I'll get to running next week or I'll, I'll, you know, sometime in the future. But like, let's just start this now and let's just see. And then I think the other thing that was really helpful in talking with Brody is if there is a flare up, if, oh my gosh, there is pain, you know, that I can still rest. I can apply ice. I can take a break. It doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that I'm broken. I'm not broken. <laughs> I'm not broken. I go to CrossFit and I bike five to ten miles a day. I'm not broken. I'm I'm whole. I am whole. Um, I'm fine. I'm whole, and I just have to continue this and just continue continue on. This is fucked up. Like I just. I don't know. Everything I've read on the internet, you know how that goes. <laughs> I should be here. <laughs> Everything should be fine. Like it should take this amount of weeks. Okay, well that didn't work. So let's try something else and let's see. It's frustrating. It's frustrating as fuck. But it is what it is. Um and I take that back. I it I, it is what it is. I'm here. I'm accepting of where I'm at right now, and I am excited to move away from feeling like I was broken and move closer towards feeling like I'm whole, feeling like my body is safe, feeling like I can trust myself. Um, I'm excited to release all of these thoughts that I have about my knee and my hip. Like I who would I be without these thoughts? Like I would be a clear headed person. I would have energy and time to spend on things that I want to do. I'd, I'd be able to move freely. Um, I'd probably be standing more. I'd be walking more. So it's time. Like I'm excited to release these thoughts and just continue to be an active person, someone who moves freely in her thirties. Like I'm not 80 years old. Like I want to be someone and I can be someone, and I am someone who's active and moves freely. And I am excited to continue this. So I will check back in as I work on this. Um, this is definitely not how I thought my 2020 was going to go. I don't think anyone's 2020 is how they thought it was going to be. And that's okay. We got to roll with the punches and keep moving forward. All right, everyone. Take care. We'll check it back in soon. Bye. Hey, don't forget to drop your name in the link in the show notes for the year of growth waitlist. This program is a 12 month program. We're going to be working closely all 365 days of 2021. So if you're someone that wants to change careers, if you're someone that wants to repair and strengthen your relationship with food, your body, exercise, running, the way you talk to yourself, or if you're someone who wants to stop having anxiety and, de and depression be like your defining characteristics. Um, create a different story for yourself. Create a different life for yourself. The year of growth is for you. Come on a yag with me. Check out the wait list. Drop your name. We'll chat a little bit more in November and December before we get started. Talk soon. Take care.